We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, December 12th, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Oh boy, here we go. It's like a kid on Christmas morning. Just happens to be midweek and we're talking NHL. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart. I'm in Vegas. He's in... Did you want... Do I say Mississauga or do you want me to say Toronto? Uh, I really don't care where he's north of the border. He's in the the center of the hockey... North of the border, yes. Do you you want to be one of these... uh, egomaniacs you want me to say you're in the center of the hockey universe no i'm not a, it's, a good, it's a good part of the hockey universe but yeah yeah i don't care if you tell me i'm in the burbs in mississauga toronto wherever the hell brian you say what you want to say nobody you're you're our go-to man i, I want to give yeah. you the the prowess you deserve yeah it's been a good it's been a really good run uh you know, last night, uh, live bet the Bruins when they, uh, sorry, uh, the Capitals when they were down to the Bruins, and that turned out great. And I'll tell you, it's, uh, you, you find these numbers, Brian. It's absolutely fantastic. You do tell little- me, buddy. I'm, yep. I'm looking at that. Yes, and this is what we do. But By the way, our last podcast, did we not? We sat there and talked it out. They said, okay, Calgary against Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Colorado's first game, but the grenade went off. We said Columbus at Washington. Oh, yes. That night, and and it's going to happen sometimes, not just Columbus and Washington, the Islanders. Let me tell you something, buddy. 
we made a killing that night. And the only reason I didn't do more was, should I just take Ottawa too to make it all four dogs of the night? And these aren't plus 110 dogs, plus 220. They're huge, like just huge underdogs. Win, 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 win. We were sitting back. You said it. Columbus could be dangerous against Boston. They win the game. If you bet dogs, you're getting paid, and you tried to do that, Brian, with puck lines and everything else. I went three out of four, still made money, but they the Bruins were a big favorite. Well, so, the Bruins' you know. first game home from the long road trip. Yeah. It's, it's printing money. And then, okay, those are the barking dogs. And then this is why I love the hockey so much, and we love being with you on the Hockey Betting Podcast. Because you don't get to say this often. There are a couple of NFL numbers this week. I'm going, those are bad numbers. Yeah, I mean, you don't get to say that often in the NFL. The NHL, I got news for you. There's bad numbers all over the place. How can Washington gets beat by Columbus in a game we said, you can't bet Washington. If you want to step up and do it, knock yourself out. You can't bet Washington in that situation and Columbus beat him as a $2 dog. Okay, so if you're going to sit there and give the reason why Washington was a real banana peel, you had to draw a line through it because it was just that game, that situation. Now they're home. They got their sea legs back, their land legs, whatever you want to call it. All right, and then now you're just down to a hockey game where – Yes, Boston is a spectacular hockey team, right? But you're telling me they made Washington 25 cents? It went down to 1520. I, I, I was all over it, buddy. The I current was all form. over it, Washington. I'll tell you something, Cam, too. Cammy, though, current form. You, you, scratch, yep. you scratch the Washington scenario we said was a banana peel. But then it's just a hockey game. Washington, A, is the best team in hockey record-wise, and Boston had lost three in a row coming in. How is that number not 40 cents, 45 cents? I thought the number would be 40, 40, 45, exactly what you say there. And No, it was great, too. And I was doing my in-game betting show, and uh, the best thing about that game was Boston scored first. Wow, now I'm getting Washington at plus 140. Click, click. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Brian? It's like uh, a beautiful thing. A little bit of pregame betting, a little bit of in-game. If that team you like, you go down one nothing in a hockey game. Who cares? There's so many comebacks. Hell, we've had four goal comebacks on multiple times this year. I'm not even talking about two and three goals. Look at the other night. Edmonton was down three to nothing. Carolina, boom. I bet that this one didn't work out, Brian. But listen to this one. I had the Edmonton Oilers. 12 to 1. They're down uh, three goals. They tie it up 3 3. And then Carolina scored three more to lose 6 to 3. But this there, stuff is happening there, on a regular basis. Buddy. You want you you a, goal a goal mine. Listen, yeah. I mean, the, it, with the in game thing that you did when you're down, great. It's, uh, it, yeah, one goal ain't the end of the world. Uh, it, lots of time to come back. If you still believe you got the better team, of course you click back. But I'll give you one the other night. Chicago's at Vegas. Vegas is yep. a two a two dollar favorite. At the end of the first period, it's nothing, nothing. Exactly. It, it was kind of a dead even game, but halfway through the first period, the Blackhawks lost a defenseman with a minute to go in the first period. Calvin DeHaan got hurt. Chicago was down to four defensemen, and Brett Seabrook's already drinking Metamucil on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling me he's got to play 28 minutes. <laughs> I, right? I mean, and it's nothing, nothing after one. Yeah, and, the and there's no way down. they're watching all these games. 
You know what I mean? Chicago had no chance. I mean, no chance. And the line dipped on my book. It went and the line like would come down like because of periods in the cookie jar. Exactly. And, 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 and it was like, but, it, but just watching that, you knew they, and Vegas, Vegas knew it. So what Vegas do? They started, no, they started dumping the puck in. You know, instead of doing the tic-tac-toe crap, yep. they, they dumped the puck in. Smash. They, they worked these guys for the first eight minutes of the, of the second period. The four defensemen that kept getting rolled out there, those guys couldn't stand. Vegas murdered them. Yeah, but it was all because of a – it was 5 nothing. Blackhawks got a power play goal with 20 seconds to go. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but in-game wagering, I mean, they're literally standing there handing you money. No, it was crazy, Brian. That night, too, I remember. I, it was Vegas minus one and a half to plus money. Click. Vegas minus <laughs> two and a half to plus money. Click. Minus three and a half. Do I do it? Do I do it? Click. Yes. yes. Yeah. I throw only like $25 plays, but hey, and then you add it all up in the middle. Like, hey, I made like 180 bucks on this game. This feels great. That's the thing. So the combination of uh, in-game, as Brian says, know the scenario, know what's going on, and you pray for those. Like even these six and a halfs, Brian, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to give the listeners a tip too. Recently, no goals in the first period. The Leafs night against Vancouver, the Vegas night, the same thing. These are six and a half totals. What happens? These lines dipped to three and a half and four. Leafs win four to one. That game goes over. Vegas wins five one. That goes over. You're getting the better line because eventually they are going to score. I'm not taking. I'm going to do a lot less at the start with these totals and play play them accordingly. That's how you do it, but buddy. I'm telling you what's about to happen here, and it's it's symptomatic of the world we live in. And if, if it's millennials, and I'm I'm you know I'm a creature of it and guilty of it, but not. Oh, that I, I'm a dinosaur but too. It, but every every, every kid. <laughs> every, every, you know, millennial, blah, blah, blah. I mean, these people have their face stuck in a phone all day long. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're opening a sports book in Buffalo Friday. They're opening one in Michigan by Christmas. I mean, they're going to be, all these people are going to be going to hockey games and everybody's going to be sitting there with their faces buried in the phones at hockey games, live clicking the hockey. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I get to do it while I watch the game here, Brian, on my uh, computer, which is a little bit bigger than a phone. But hey, that's the thing, man. You watch this stuff and stay on top of it. It's amazing. Like this live betting stuff. And I'll tell you, in hockey, it's nuts. The difference between one goal leads, you're looking at it going, are you kidding me? You're getting a good team sometimes at like plus 300 when it was like a pick them at the start of the game because what? They gave up the first goal? Like, come on. Give me a break. That's the way to do it. Value, baby. Listen, I'll tell you. It's a funny story real quick. Uh, It was the tank year for the Sabres when uh, before they changed the lottery rules that if they were the worst team in the league, they were guaranteed to be no worse than selecting second. So it was McDavid or Eichel. So, I mean, believe me, the Bradley tank was out. And I had a guy come up to me. Hey, my buddy, my buddy's got a big parlay going. <laughs> he goes, he hit this, he hit this, he hit that. And he's got it all wrapped around the Sabres plus 350 at Detroit. And Buffalo's up or Buffalo's winning four nothing. And I, <laughs> and I looked at the guy. I said, if they offered it. I would bet yeah, yeah. Detroit with two fists right now. He looked at me like I had 10 heads. <laughs> Detroit came back and won 7-4. Seven, 7-4. Four. Seven, four. I remember the game. I know. <laughs> right? 
That's it, man. Hey, if you get a cash out feature, ding, click it. Like, uh, yeah, exactly, Brian. No, it's it, it's absolutely nuts. And live betting has changed the way you know we're betting sports right now. And sometimes the numbers aren't sharp, so you got to be really like it's a computer algorithm, right? So you just got to think. You know what you know, but I'll tell you the the one thing better than most is taking a home team, a favorite in hockey, down a goal early, and usually you get a better number and most of the time they'll come back and again with the with the live wage it's because of the sheer volume of everything that's out there and you're right oh hey after 20 minutes it's yeah you know it's one nothing and you're sitting there going did you watch that period the other team exactly and you know and then they look the other thing that you and i I know and and hockey fans know hockey fans are and this this drives me absolutely insane that the NHL now and they're embracing the gambling and and and, the, and you know, the puck tracker and the Corsi and the and the, and, and the expected goals. I mean, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Take that crap and throw it in the ocean. But I, I'm telling you, you're gonna give me all that nonsense. But after all these years, you're still gonna jam down my throat. Shots on goal. Shots on goal is the most meaningless meaningless statistic. In any sport, yeah, a guy could flip a wrist shot from the blue line. No but chance. The goalie could catch with his teeth, and it's a shot on goal. But they hit the post five times, and that's not a shot on goal. So if the NHL is actually going to embrace the betting aspect of things, and you're telling me and you're tracked in all this garbage, Corsi and uh, all these ridiculous things they throw out there, I'm like – Oh, look at his numbers. His, his this and his this and his that are great. I go, he turned yeah. it over 16 times. He sucked. I'll tell you another thing. The fact that you finish. the pipe is not a shot on goal no, is idiotic. But so, but How many times do pucks hit uh, and go but, in? But, 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 How so is that not a shot? Like, but, honest to God, like, were they in a boardroom going, okay, well, no, well, this uh, is my shot point. hit the post, and it doesn't count as a shot. It's stupid. But I'm saying they've manufactured all this other crap i get garbage when i'm saying to you that you can track all these things but the most meaningful stat does not appear anywhere and it's moderately subjective but if you've got people that know what the hell they're doing it's simple you're tracking plus minus uh, all this garbage you're tracking i don't want the you want to give me the shots on goal that's fine but a team could outshoot a team 24 to 10 in the first period chances but the quality scoring chances were seven two the other way exactly and that's the number that's the thing that tells you how a game is being played how is this not embraced it is so simplistic it's dumb no, you're absolutely great speech, Brian, and I agree with every minute of it. Shots on goal are meaningless. Usually, though, if you outshoot a team like 39 to 10, you've probably had a lot more opportunities, but you're right. Quality chances, and that's the thing. Sometimes when you're going, when you're busy and you're on these websites, they only have shots on goal. When you're watching the broadcast, you get the quality chances. You can market yourself. You can do a lot of that stuff, right? So <laughs> that's another thing. If you're going to you watch- real money, you got to be like... Ah, Pay attention. Watch the broadcast. Did you watch the Sabres Blues at all the other night? No, I didn't see that game. Okay. I mean, big win. Buffalo beats the, the Cup champs. You know, they get a, a goofy goal off the back dasher with eight seconds left in the second. And St. Louis has got to be going to the locker room going, what the hell, hell just, just happened? St. <laughs> Louis, 
Olmark made three 10-bell saves, and St. Louis hit the post or crossbar four times in that period. And then they're sitting there going, what the hell just happened? And then Eichel, you know, gets a go-ahead goal, and Buffalo gets two empty netters. And you wake up the next morning, oh, Buffalo killed St. Louis. St. Louis should have won by four. Yeah, that's what happens, buddy. That's the thing. Quality quality scoring for versus that. And that's the thing about hockey. You could break it down all you want. Usually we're we're on the right side and sometimes just bad luck and good goaltending, those things tend to happen, Brian. But uh you're absolutely right. The shots on goal, the fact that they haven't embraced scoring chances and made it the most important stat is just stupid and it's very easy to do. All right, Not let's uh, let's rattle let's, through. Yeah, it. let's get into the game. Sure, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you know what though? I mean, it, it's funny because like that stuff I mean, some of the things we try to do here, we, we wanted to get to the point. We want you to listen. You know, I mean, you got to come and you got to listen to the Hockey Betting Podcast just on the premise that you never know when Cam may say something interesting. So just on, on that premise alone, we want to keep trying to attract people here. But you say we want to get it to the point where all the crap that we spew, that he knows what's going to come out of my mouth, and I know what he's going to say, that these are things that become second nature to you, that you listen to the stuff we're telling you. We're not, we're not Einstein. We can be wrong with the best of them. But the yep. stuff we're throwing out here, we're talking dogs half the time. Over the over the long haul, you're going to be printing money. Like yeah, the, and you brought up that night, and there's going to be more nights like that. The Columbus over uh, uh, Washington night, the Senators over Bruins night. Every single underdog, Islanders beating the Lightning. We finish it off. We were that, our favorite game was actually the closest game, Calgary over Colorado. You're absolutely right. And I tell people too, watch out for betting hockey on Sundays. It's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. Really, really weird day. Dogs come out. Weird things happen. Little things that we'll tell you over the, uh, you know, over time. And a lot of them happen a lot of the time. Hell, we're going to be wrong, but we're going to be. I, I can tell you one thing. Since we've been doing this, there's been more winners than losers. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. All right, Pally, let's go. We uh, got some interesting games. Uh, Islanders in Florida. Florida's $1.25. Total is six shaded to the under. Uh, this Islanders team, you know, they're, they're just the, the real McCoy. And the Panthers are a good team too. This is, I I'm not getting involved here. I'm I'm going to sit on the sideline. I and the total of six is is certainly tells you something about the way the Islanders play because Florida can go up and down the ice. Although the other night uh, they were in a sleepwalker against the Lightning. I'll tell you something. This is I think a good spot for Florida. They got outplayed in that game. Uh, I, the Islanders are a hard team to play against, but I got to believe. Uh, Coach Q is going to have these guys ready to rock. Very disappointed in a, in a rivalry game against Tampa Bay. They looked flat. Uh, but you know what happens in hockey. Teams come back, and Florida was playing good to that game. Maybe they started to read their own clippings, Brian, thinking, hey, you know, we're back. We're the Florida Panthers. We're winning games. Killed SJ Sharkey there. But you know what? This is a spot for them. It's only 25 cents. I like the Panthers over the Islanders. As for the total, I'd probably even go under. Uh, the Islanders like to play a defensive style on the road. I could see Florida winning a three, four to one type of game tonight. I, I like the Panthers. I lean under. I, I just throw this out. And it's not like we're, uh, you know, this is Haley Comet stuff. 
But when the Islanders lose a game, play them the next game. They only have a couple of back-to-back losses, and I think that's a true a function of trots that, you know, losing streaks. I mean, you know, so th- that day the Islanders come and lose, you know, you, you better be playing them in a bounce-back mode because that'll work for you all year long. Oh, yeah. No, that well-coached, underrated players, two-way players. They do their job. I like the goaltending, too. I think Grice is okay. Barlamoff, yeah. The, the Islanders put a good team together, too. It's funny. They lose Tavares, but they be, got more galvanized as a team. They're a very, very tough out. I just think they run into a Panthers team that's a little bit angry after a bad performance against Tampa Bay. They looked awful. All right. Good stuff there. Uh, good game in a monster game. What do we do with your Sabres versus well, the Predators? Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, Buffalo's just, hot. Just, just watch when Carter Hutton's playing. It's Olmark tonight. Olmark is, it was 1-1A. I, I said it all last year. Run with this kid, will you please? Because Hutton actually thrived as a backup. He cannot lug the mail on a regular basis. Right now, Omar can, uh, Hutton can't stop a beach ball. So... When Hutton's playing, play Sabres games over because the Sabres are actually the game tonight. I, uh, you know, I, I think St. Louis exacted a physical toll on Buffalo. I'm, I'm worried about this game, but I Nashville, think Nashville might be the play. But yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful for Buffalo. But what I would tell you, and not this game, but I watch for subsequent games. The Sabres are now an over team, which is shocking. Uh, Omar is making ten bell save after ten bell save. Um, but, I mean, the other teams are getting a boatload of quality scoring chances. But Eichel's on the heater. He's been the best player in the league. He has been. He has a 14-game point streak. If he, tonight, if he gets a point, he ties Patrick Kane for the longest point streak this year. He, this kid is putting himself in the hard discussion camp. This is no joke. And I, gotta, I, I put a little, little sprinkle. You want to giggle just that I'm getting a run for my money? Before the year, 200 to 1. I, I put a little flyer on Eichel to win the goal-scoring title. Ooh, you got to deal with David Pasternak, friend. And Pasternak got one last <laughs> night. He's at 26, he but, Eichel's up to, but Eichel's up to 20. <laughs> but Eichel now, after the first 10, 12 games, it's no more I'm trying to fit in and, and make other guys better. No, Eichel about, is yeah. shooting. Yes, he is. And he is on, as you would say, a tootsie roll. Oh, he's tootsie rolling, and he's he's on a heater, tootsie roll, and fuego, fire, whatever you want to call it. When you look at Eichel, the guy's uh, the best player on the ice practically every night. Also, Brian, I got to give this kid a lot of respect. He seems tougher. He had a bad injury. I know he, was, uh, he had an arm problem when he was playing against the Leafs. He, he's fighting through it. He, he's a real, he's a no, real he's, good you know guy. What he's, you know what he is now, Cam? He's 23, I think. He's a man. Yeah, he's. I mean, dealing, he, he, yeah, he was he was a teenager. A I mean, you used to see him now. He's bulked up. He's actually finishing checks. He's winning every battle along the wall. And but 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 why? For, uh, beyond him, they're actually getting secondary scoring. And Darlene is about to come back. Their power. They, they, you know the sneaky thing. And this is another. That if you want to do a kind of an analytic thing, the one thing I would just say to you. Their power play has been an atrocity, and they're winning games. Five on five. Every goal Skinner scored this year, I think he's 11 or 12, is five on five. He leads the league in five on five Which goals. is crazy. Buffalo is five on five. They've been winning games doing it five on five with no special teams. That's impressive. Yeah, no, I, I've been very impressed with the Buffalo team. 
remember the night, Brian, it was absolutely fantastic. I watched a, a documentary on the Sabres history with, uh, they came in with Vancouver and they did a big thing at this guy in Buffalo's memorabilia shop and stuff. Damn. I wish I taped it. I didn't have the, the right, uh, tape box downstairs it's upstairs in I my got, room, I, you, but know it fantastic. you know what i got one of those great tickets. Docu- great documentary i've got the ticket uh, I, it was the first hockey game i ever saw it was the st louis blues against the sabers at the Correct. old odd with Correct. the french connection and uh the blues had gary unger and red berenson and i is like the, the first game i ever saw and it was over my favorite sport and i got the ticket stub four dollars <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> no, they showed yeah they showed the guy with the ticket stub and they showed the wheel how they got gilbert perot they and thought it, it was and one the, and but it was time, clarence campbell yeah, misread it yeah, he's, he's like, got the sabers you get one and they're like yeah. oh god what's happening no there's another one on the wheel right. they're, they're picking these guys up they were picking them off the floor <laughs> oh, like the, the buffalo table had an embolism and that show, that documentary was awesome. Like I watched it during the intermission. Man, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I love the old days. Um, well, by the way, hey, by the way, talk- that yeah. Buffalo game tonight, just just so you yeah. know, is '80s night because it's there. It's them in Vancouver, their 50th year, and uh, so they're doing all these things at Vancouver and in Buffalo. And tonight is '80s night, and they've actually jazzed up the KeyBank Center to make it like the old odd. Nice. Uh, so they have all these kind of little special things going on, which is pretty cool. All right. Hey, Edmonton, Minnesota. Uh, we're looking at. Oh, well, we forgot oh, one game, uh, Brian. Boston, well, Boston Tampa. Tampa, monster game. I, you know, uh, Tampa's $1.45, six to the over. Uh, you know what? I like Boston in a bounce back spot here. I, I, I think Tampa's flawed. I think Tampa is flawed, too. They've been playing better when I watched them play, but. Boston, after another loss to Washington, they're going to be angry tonight. Plus 120, I agree with you. I think Boston's a play. I mean, just, I mean, if you're going to sit there and say, see, this is what makes no sense. Well, well, okay. Why the, the, the number is what the number is tonight is because it's back to back nights. But this was the number that Washington should have been against Boston exactly. last night. And I like coming back to a team after losing the first on the back to back. Like, it's one of those things. They got doubleheader in baseball. Boston lost a heartbreaker to Washington. They tied it up. Then they lost. Give me, give well, me Boston. But, but, buddy, here's the thing. I mean, with a team like Boston, back-to-back night, okay, you're making the number. Okay, so on that premise alone, just generically, they're making that number what they're making the number. But wait a second. You know, some teams' back-to-back nights are different animals. You're talking you're talking Rask or Halak. I mean, it's if you got to play a backup goalie who's a sieve, you know, I get the back-to-back nights, but you're talking a guy that's a starter for 60% of the league. Exactly. That's the thing. I think Boston is in a real good spot. It's going to make my card tonight. This team will not go on a long extended streak. They've been playing bad hockey. It ends tonight. Cassidy will have these guys ready to rock. It's also against a team that, you know, Tampa Bay feel good about themselves. A lot of talented players, but floaters. I think Boston's going to impose their will and physicality and uh, hurt the lightning tonight. I, I could see a Bruins win. I, I'm with you. All right, Edmonton, Minnesota. What do I, okay, yeah, what do we do with Edmonton? That's another thing. I, this team, I want to strangle them. Like, Homer's grabbing Bart's neck. I just, Edmonton, you're down, <laughs> down three to nothing, you stooges, and then you, you come back and tie it, then you lose six to three. I couldn't believe the McDavid uh, penalty shot. I almost lost my mind. The guy trips on the puck, something like 
I wouldn't even do like it was just a weird, weird night. But I'll tell you something, Edmonton, uh, they should beat Minnesota, but Minnesota's been sneaky, right? Uh, I don't know, Brian. I want to. I, take, I, I, I know what I like. I know what I like. I like. Oh, you like the over? Minnesota. Minnesota's an over team. It's crazy, and in your wildest dreams, you would never think of them as being an over team. But they have been they they're scoring goals, man, and and in their own end. I mean, if you go to Cap Friendly, um, if if I'll tell you what, Cam, if if you ever you know instead of if the day ever come where you ate some bad food and you had to get it out, right? Well, instead of instead of drinking Epi, instead of drinking Epicac, pretend you're a Minnesota Wild fan and go to Cap Friendly. <laughs> You'll puke. All right. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of old dudes. Oh with my God. Okay. God drag. Oh my God. So anyway, they're an over team. And you know, McDavid and Dreisidel and 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 what do you call it? Uh uh not talk it, uh Tippett. It's yep. got them got them playing really good. Uh uh I like the over in the game, but I will tell you, this Edmonton thing and, and everybody it, it, it's kind of coming back to the pack, and, and we're knowing who teams are. Cam, this can't this can't continue with two guys playing twenty six minutes a night no, up front. No. They, they are Edmonton is going to hit a wall. They are. I think they're starting to hit a wall. And if these guys don't bring their A game every night, they get slaughtered. So they're a hard team to bet on. Will they play well in Minnesota tonight? Probably, but you know, I just don't trust them. They're too inconsistent. I'm going to have to pass, but I will. Take your advice on the over. I think uh, Minnesota could score goals on Edmonton, too. This has like a 4-3 game kind of written all over it, Brian. All right, Cammy, We got to do it, buddy. Uh, Vegas and St. Louis. Pally, this number is stupid. St. Louis should be 40 cents. Yeah, no. And Vegas, just because you beat Chicago. No, St. Louis is going to be angry, too. Uh, losing to Buffalo. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, Hey, they get a, Vegas gets a lot of respect from the betting market, but I got to take the Blues. Fifty cents. Bad number. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I would have made this number Blues thirty-five. So fifty <laughs> looks good to me, pal. Real good. We just I mean, at the beginning we talked about it. Uh, uh, Vegas beat Chicago. Chicago lost two defensemen. Vegas took advantage of it and killed them. It was Flurry's first game back off a two-week absence. It was an emotional night for him. He fought the puck in the first period, but he stopped everything. But his rebound control was bad. And then he played really, really well. Okay, Flurry's back, and yeah, he's playing good. But oh, by the way, St. Louis lost at Buffalo. We told you they hit four or five posts, but you had Allen was the goalie. So now, no, yeah. it's Bennington tonight, and these guys. I, I I don't I don't understand this number. I I really don't. I I, I think St. Louis is is absolutely the side. Oh, I'm on, I'm on St. Louis tonight. I think it's great. We're getting 15 cents because the market loves Vegas. Uh, the total looks low, but I'm not going to touch it. I, we could have a defensive type of game here. So, yeah, give me St. Louis as my side there, Brian. I think they're going to get it done. Hell, I'm looking at this card. I'm starting to like a lot of stuff as I, as I look down. I got one, two, three, four, five. I got set, like six or seven games so far right now. I might go bananas. <laughs> Well, you don't have far to go. <laughs> what else we got? Chicago well, and Arizona. Hey. I would I would sit here and say to you that Chicago is kind of a in and outer 
that I like Arizona I, I, tonight. I could see them, you know, bouncing back. But we just told you their blue line is banged up. The the one thing, buyer beware, buddy. I'm not. I don't want to talk you off something. And I do like this Arizona team. Uh, know this. I have never seen anything like it. You want you watch this bizarre. This is what you get on the hockey betting podcast, folks. Last week said, watch out. Pittsburgh's going to Arizona to play the Cardinals in the NFL. And Pittsburgh yeah. had everything to play for, and Arizona had been embarrassed. So Arizona was going to come back with a good effort that had trapdoor written all over it. And at the end of that game, Arizona gets the ball with a chance to win the game. Of course they do. And they showed an overview, and the entire lower bowl was Steelers fans. Oh, and I know. Tyler Murray in his own building, trying to drive down to win the game, couldn't hear the snap count. Oh, was, I know. It was a home game. I was on Arizona. <laughs> it was a home game for Pittsburgh. And I'm telling you, Chicago, it was the, the least amount of Blackhawk fans. They were here uh, on November 3rd, I believe. And there were a lot of Blackhawks fans. There weren't that many in Vegas for this game. But I'm telling you, in Arizona, I think part of it is it's hard. To, they couldn't get tickets. In Arizona, this is going to be home game. That's why that's the only thing I'm saying to you, Pally. This is going to be a home game for Chicago, fan wise. Nope. It's a good angle, but I will say this. Arizona also, I thought, played Calgary really well in the first period, peppered them. Uh, the goaltender, Cam Talbot, actually played one of the best games he played all year. They got frustrated. Uh, what happened? Calgary scored a couple quick goals, really hurt them. I think Arizona, uh, they're going to have to show up mentally tonight. They're a better team than Chicago. You said if Chicago has uh, problems on the back end, that's good for me. I get it. There's going to be Blackhawk fans there, but Arizona is a better team than Chicago. It's only 50 cents. Might put it in some parlays, but uh, I, li I like the Coyotes to rebound there. It's not my favorite game, but I'll take Arizona. Is the low-hanging fruit game on the card? The Leafs? Watch it Watch it be one nothing. But, I mean, uh, it, how does this game not go over? I, I'm even seeing a six some places, but it's six and a half. I mean, Calgary's on an overheater since they changed coaches. Toronto can score, and their own end is a travesty. I mean, you know, it's, it's, Riddick's just playing good. Anderson's playing good. Uh, let's double check the matchup and see what we're getting here. And what is Toronto going to do at, at some point with their backup goalie situation? Because I don't know. They better get one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, two good goalies. But I just think the way the game's played, it's going over six and a half. I got six, so yeah, I'm going to play. I actually, I believe Toronto's the play too. I know it's hard to go into Vancouver win that game. Calgary feeling good. Remember, Brian, they're coming back from that trip too, right? Beating Arizona, doing their thing. Leafs waiting there. 20 cents. Give me Toronto. It's not a homer pick. The Leafs are going to bring Calgary back down to earth tonight. They're a better team. I'll lay 20 cents with the over. Yeah, I mean, I... I it's I a gotta, good spot for Toronto. Okay, let's go let's go get out game you know, before we go to the weekend. I mean, there's, there's several others, but instead of doing them all, you got the coaching change, right? San Jose, $1.55. Rangers coming to town, total six and a half. Uh, DeBoer, by the way, I mean, uh, you're in Canada. Do you Have you watched any of this uh, impeachment stuff down here? Yeah, yeah, I watch it. You, yes. know who, you know who Adam Schiff is? Yes, I do. Peter DeBoer's twin brother. 
Yeah, he looks like Peter DeBoer. I'm like, yeah, so DeBoer, actually, DeBoer's going right to Washington. I know. Uh, I, I, I've been saying I've been saying You've been fired by the Sharks and hired by the Republican I've, I've been saying this for a year. Like, if you put a goatee on Adam Schiff, it's Peter DeBoer. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what this guy got fired for. Like all this other stuffs about you know racism and this and that. De- DeBoer just wasn't getting this team to play. I'll tell oh, you what. They, they, I don't know if DeBoer's I want. not a goalie. Their goalies are garbage. But they, yeah. they, they they've underachieved. Let's get, come on, man. You know, you're rolling out Burns and Carlson every night. I'm sorry. You should be you know you should be winning every other game. Uh, at worst. Yeah. Yeah. I like San Jose tonight. I, I think it's puck line. Puckland, yeah. it's the coaching change. We listen. We just saw it with Calgary. Yeah, Calgary with their new coach. Yeah, they've been doing great. They're we just saw it with Rick Bonus. I'll tell you, you get a coach. It's like a player getting traded. He goes nuts for three days. I mean, the the players respond. DeBoer's out of there. I don't you think it's Sasquatch foot tonight? I'll tell you something, buddy. I worry about the Rangers because they're one of those teams. They beat Vegas, then they lose to L.A. And I was on L.A. that night. They're very wishy washy because they're a young team, but. Yeah, I, I lean with the Sharks. I'm just I, I'm very wary of the Rangers as an underdog. Sometimes they're a very odd team, but, but you San know, Jose we, should get it we done. We talk about the the hockey betting podcast, right? And some of the stuff with it. And we're sitting there going, the Rangers, they're hot and cold, up and down, in and out. I told you, I the reverse puck line plus four fifty. Play the Rangers against Vegas just because of the scheduling situation. Yeah, nothing to do with the two teams. Who's the better team? It was the situation. All right, now they go and play a hockey game against the Kings, and they lose three-one. You know what I mean? So, you know, the Rangers are what the Rangers are. I, so again, I think this is nothing more than a situation. Coaching change. Uh, you know, Sharks are up four nothing after one. I hope so, buddy, because I'm going to be betting. I'm looking at my NHL card tonight, Brian. You got to go puck line there if you're doing uh, it. It might be a Merry Christmas. It could be <laughs> a debacle. I got to do play in. I need to win. Like I got, I don't know. It's going to be a stocking full of oranges and coal, or I'm going to have like a like the commercial. Hey, honey, I got you a new truck. You know that that's kind of and a, a and a Peloton. Don't oh, jeez, don't go there. <laughs> we, uh, that's that, a joke. That, yeah, no, that commercial on. came on the other night. And I told I told my wife. I said, "Oh, Cammy and I were talking about the Peloton commercial on the hockey <laughs> podcast the other day." She just started cracking up. She's no, looking so at it, going, "What's the problem?" I, go, I don't see a problem. I, go, I I have no idea. The guy seemed to you know buy her a, a really nice, expensive. Yeah. Hey, honey. You like to work out. Here's and, a Peloton. And, and oh, by the way, I mean, like, like this poor actor will never get another job as long as he's alive. And all he did was sit there and smile. He didn't say. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say the alliteration was great. Uh, the hockey <laughs> debacle. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. I got a lot of things on the card. So this card Friday is kind of yeah. Your Vegas is playing Dallas, New Jersey, and Colorado. That's kind of uh, dogs listen, breakfast. Car, only two Macar, games there. Give, Macar, give me something for that game. Macar is close to coming back. Okay. Well, they He's well they beat day. Philadelphia without him. I, I, no, no, I mean, they'll beat the Devils minus no, one and a half. But they're going to be two thirty. You know that's yeah, puck, know. puck line or nothing. I agree or parlayed. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. And. Vegas Dallas kind of a coin flip. I I wouldn't. I, it would I be kind of like Dallas. There depends what Vegas does though. Here's I know I can't. If Vegas I want to know what goes on. If tonight. Vegas beats St. Louis, I will go to Dallas. If Vegas loses to St. Louis, 
I might consider Vegas. It's one of the. It's oh, one of those. Uh, all right, here I'll give you. Let's see. Let's see. They got a day off, so I'm assuming that we're getting Bishop tomorrow. That would be my very best. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. Now let's let's cut to the chase here. Bonus is the coach. It's the first time he had a practice, run the practice with these guys. Okay, yeah. so you got the new coach there, but the bottom line is you got Bishop. But Subban, the odds are ninety percent that Subban plays. So they they will shade the total higher because Subban's the goalie. Let me just say this. Subban, this guy's got the worst job in hockey. He's behind this beloved guy that they have run into the ground for two years. And Subban would play every eight games. Now, Flurry's been gone. Subban played really, really well. They got mauled in the Rangers game. That was not his fault. The team was a no-show. Subban, because he's actually played a lot of games, I mean, how hard is it to get a rhythm when you play once every eight games? This guy just got done playing five games in the last seven games. I'll go under the total tomorrow. That would be my, I'll, I'll say under. I'll say Subban plays well and like that, and, and hope they put a six up and go under six. Okay. No, I can agree with that. What do we want to do? Pick a couple for uh, Saturday? What do you think there, Bri? Saturday, we love the menu, but we get the afternoon, the matinees. Uh... Hmm. Columbus, Ottawa, tough. Buffalo Islanders, kind of like uh, Islanders. Islanders. How do you, how do you, I I would think you want the sneaky overplay. That might be the game that Hutton shows up. Yeah, I agree. And and, and and because it's the Islanders, I bet you they put a five and a half up if Hutton's playing. Um, you know, and and the Islanders are so good clogging up the middle. But the the thing the the thing that Sabers have that it's good against that is Eichel and sneakily one of the very best players in the league in terms of zone entry is Marcus Johansson. So uh, uh, Buffalo can, I think, do a good job of, of getting zone entry that the Islanders really take a lot away from. I like the over in that game. Also, Boston and Florida's on the card. Remember the last time they played, uh, Boston blew a, blew a four-goal lead? I would look for Boston as a dog in Florida get their act back on track, right, Brian? They'll probably be a pick them or like plus 105, 110 in that game. Yeah. Uh, how about Philly in a, and um, Philly bouncing back from a loss to Colorado against Minnesota? I, th I think that's a higher scoring game, but I, I pending what Minnesota does tonight will slightly impact that number, but I, I can yeah, see I like Philly. players in the over. Yeah, I like Philly too. Carter Hart played well in that game. He got no offense against uh, Colorado. So, yeah, I, I'm with Philadelphia to get a win in Minnesota. Minnesota's got to come down to earth eventually. Leafs and uh, Edmonton should be a tough game. Uh, Edmonton usually brings their A game against Toronto, maybe over. I could probably see some goals in that game with McDavid, Dreisaitl, and the Leafs. That'll be a shinny game. It's, and it, uh, that's the rest the are tough. Is that the end of the long road trip? For the Leafs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edmonton might be the play in that game. Well, no, well, a, a, well, no. But I was going to say, you're, you know, they may already be on the on the plane, right? Mentally, yeah, exactly. But is that not is that not the game that you may see the backup? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a scary thought. To put a backup out there against McDavid and company. Oh, I know. Oh, you can't kill Anderson. <laughs> At some point, you got to play the backup. Edmonton in the over. If the backup's there, it's pretty simple. He can't save anything. The guy's brutal. Are we? Are we? What are we dealing with there? Did they change it? I'm, I'm, no, it's stupid website won't load. Did they? Is it still McElhaney? Did they get rid of him? No, Hutchison. 
No, no, Hutchinson, not, not McAleen. McAleen was legend. No, I mean, it was just, it's still, they're still riding this kid. Yeah, and then there's this other guy. There's a couple guys were, down at the American Hockey League. Why yeah, would they bring Kelly? They still got Calvin Pickard with no. the Marlies? Is no, he he's, gone? he's gone. That's one of the funniest stories. Um, you know, the, the Vegas drafted him, and I keep saying it, and I like, I don't know, they, they probably want my head on a plate, and I do the daily hockey show in Vegas. They did this bus trip. You know, they, they, uh, Bill Foley wanted to uh, make it the team of the Rockies. I'm like, well, get it in Vegas first. <laughs> you know, and, but, but they, they wanted to, you know, like, well, what do you think the Avalanche have to say about making Vegas the team of the Rockies? <laughs> <You know? laughs> what am I missing? But they did this bus trip in the beginning when they first got, got uh, the team. And they went up to Montana. Uh, Colorado, uh, Idaho, you know, they went, and it's okay. It was kind of make it a regional thing. And there were two or two or three guys that went on the bus trip. One of the guys was Calvin Pickard. Yeah. Right. So they go on this whole, you know, four day bus trip through Montana and Idaho. Then they come back from the bus trip and they traded them. <laughs> right. So, so they do it every year now. They, they still do this thing. It, it, like, you know, and I, so, of course, when they're getting ready to leave on the bus trip, I go, who's going to be sitting in the Cal? You know, they got they get the, the cutout, a life-size cutout of Calvin Pickard on the bus, or who's sitting in the Calvin Pickard memorial seat? I like Hey, don't, I can tell you, don't sit I can tell in that seat, thing. pal. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather have Calvin Pickard than Hutchison right now. I know. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? The Leafs have the worst backup goalie in the league, and it needs to be addressed big time because they're playing better, right? So I just, I don't get it. I know Kincaid, they, they let him go on waivers. He's got problems, but they got to they gotta figure out something because the, well, the problem was when Babcock was there, Brian, they, yeah, brought they, up, they brought up that kid, and he got peppered in uh, Pittsburgh that night. He landed six goals. and lost Carson, his confidence. Babcock's Babcock a bad coach. All right. Bad coach. Hutchinson. Well, here it's this simple. Hutchinson, seven games played, 05 and one, goals against four five five. Yeah, yeah. Save percentage is eight six. Actually, for that goals against, the save percentage it ain't great, but it's not as hideous as you think. It was eight seven six. So not not only, well, I mean, I, I was going to say they 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 play like crap in front of them. The, the bottom line is they play like crap in front of Anderson, and he saves their bacon. Exactly. <laughs> You said it, buddy. And yeah. Anderson, they hung, they hang him out to dry. The difference is he's a wicked goaltender, and Hutchison not so much. So, yes, if if he's playing against Edmonton, Oilers in the over all day. All right. Well, we got Christmas carols out of the deal, and hopefully a few winners. <laughs> I hope so, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to be broke. <laughs> Tough time of year. You got to make smart bets, right? You know what I'm talking That's about. Why this sport is the best. It's it, honest, honest to God, man. It's the absolute best sport to bet we've said this forever and on an annual basis history repeats itself so much you know the other thing came in we'll be talking about this um or past thanksgiving the christmas trade freeze yep is gonna be what what are we 10 days away or you know, whatever and then the deal's got to start happening for and, sure and then the other thing that happens buddy you know it and i know it the games will be different because right now, Slower. right Slower. now it's pond hockey. Yeah. When you, when you get to January, all Tired, of a sudden the, un, the unders start to kick in 
And then you get to the trade deadline, and then teams start protecting points. Exactly. You get a 2-2 game after two. That game's going. That that game's three yep. two in overtime two. or a shootout two because yep. both teams are just off the glass and out. You're so right. You're so right. Right now, things. Yeah, these these guys are playing shinny. Things are going to change real fast, Brian. That's an excellent point to tell everybody. Yeah, those games when you're tied late in the game, don't think about getting an extra goal because you're not. You're either going to win in overtime or a shootout. I agree, hundred percent. He's the man. We love him. Cam Stewart. I'm Brian Blessing. We thank you for joining us on the Hockey Betting Podcast. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website betchriscanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.